we intend to help men have dominion over themselves and over their own lives. We want men to be self-sufficient in every way possible. We need men that keep their word and do what they say they're going to do. If a man's word is crap, he's going to lose faith in himself. But they're still acting as children into their 20s, into their 30s. If your word is crap, you're not going to be successful. You screwed, blued, and tattooed, bro. <laughs> Super important that a man have dominion over his own life. Lord knows no man can do it alone. When you put men down, you destroy society. It's almost like there's an evil force out there that's trying to divide and conquer divide the and genders. Conquer the genders. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to the Sovereign Man Podcast. I am your host, Nikki Baloo, and I'm here with one of my regular men, Rob Arpa. What's going on, Arpa? Not much, not much. That's my man. So listen, we are having the inaugural episode of The Sovereign Man happening right now. And let's talk a little bit about why we've created The Sovereign Man podcast. Let's talk a little bit about what is a sovereign man. What is this movement of sovereign men that we're looking to build? And I want to first pay homage to Ryan Mickler. He wrote the book Sovereignty. He is the founder of the Order of Man movement, a fantastic movement of men. He's got a fantastic podcast called the Order of Man podcast. And Really, he gave me, through the title of his book, the inspiration to create the name, The Sovereign Man Movement. And we created a Sovereign Man podcast and this movement because we intend to help men have dominion over themselves and over their own lives. We want men to be self-sufficient in every way possible. We want them to be self-sufficient financially. We want them to be self-sufficient physically. We want them to be self-sufficient emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Super important that a man be self-sufficient, have dominion over his own life, Arpa. And that's why we created this. I'm excited to be doing this with you, man. Yeah, it's exciting times. Yeah, man, 1,000%. So, Arpa, let's have a discussion, man, about what is a sovereign man. So talk to me about what is your understanding of what is a sovereign man? And why is it important for a man to be a sovereign man in this day and age? A sovereign man is a man that can stand on his own two feet and, and isn't reliant on on anyone else for his own success and well-being not to say that he can't depend on other people to help help him out because lord knows no man can do it alone but you know a, a man should be able to take care of himself on his own he really should right i mean 50 60 years ago prior to 1960 that's what it meant to be a man it, it wasn't up for debate there was no controversy over this society-wide a man had to be able to stand on his own two feet take care of himself take care of his family so society's gone a little wrong with that right and part of why we're doing this podcast we're creating this movement is to be one of the one of the men one of the groups of men that are all about you know ryan mickler calls it reclaiming and restoring masculinity so we don't want to we don't want to steal his phrase because it's his phrase, but it's very powerful. It's very true. Um, really, I want to see 
masculinity be restored to its place of honor in society. And I, I want to see manliness be something that's looked upon with respect rather than looked down upon. And phrases like toxic masculinity need to go because honestly, they, they're part of the problem, right? They're, they're basically about putting men down. And when, when you put men down, you destroy society. It's almost like there's an evil force out there that's trying to divide and conquer the, the genders. Because when they do that, when you weaken men, a society is susceptible to being conquered from without. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and uh, I think it was in uh, Stefan Arniel's book, he was he was describing uh, how a pendulum swings from one extreme to the other, and and I think part of our movement right now is to try and get that pendulum to start swinging in the opposite direction because there's a lot of femininity out there. Not to say that it, it's all bad, but too much of a good thing is bad. And and you know we we need we need men to be back to to where they are. We need men men that you know keep their word and do what they say they're going to do. And, you know, not, not the type of men that we have now that, you know, look for clauses as way out or, you know, would rather lie to you and tell you they'll do something when really they'll, they won't do it. Cause at the end of the day, they, they know they can talk their way out of it or, or whatever. So, yeah. And, you know, we need, you know, I think, I think having a stand for, for men to in that sense, of masculinity and not the macho stuff that they they've coined the phrase toxic masculinity you know we need to get back to when men were men and you know we used to be you know men used to hold contracts on a handshake and no one no one would ever mess that up you know last thing you want to do is be known as a man with a shitty word yeah man because you know what uh if a man's word is uh is crap he, he's going to lose faith in himself. I say this in one of the, the the CEO men's groups that I run. We say that if your word is crap, we want to take your word from crap to mediocre, to decent, to excellent. Because if your word is crap, you're not going to be successful. One of the things that gets in your way uh, of success is when your word is crap. And far too many men, their word is crap. You know what I'm saying, Arpa? Oh, do I ever know what you're saying? Uh, and I can see that from my own experience. Give me an example. I think that's oh, good. Oh, man. I, tell us a story. I can't tell, tell us you. a story, Uncle Arpa. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you, Baloo, how many, how many times we hire. And, and, and like this just happened to me two days ago. You know, kid comes out, 23-year-old. Um, and, and kid is, is what he is because – the behavior exerts is, is boyish behavior comes out interviews. We shake hands. I tell him he's getting a contract later in the night when I get home around eight 30, nine o'clock. And then I text him for the start time the next day, next day comes and goes and like kids to no show call him. Doesn't answer text. No, no, no replies whatsoever. And we had an agreement. He would start the next day. I actually, I asked him how much money he wanted to get paid. And he goes, I ah, you know, I'll, you know, 16, 17. I'm like, look, man, pick one. You want 16 or 17? Yeah, give me 16. I'm like, I'll give you 17 if that means you'll, you'll show up, you know, tomorrow to work and happy. And yeah, you know, the guy with smiles ear to ear. And then 8.30 the next morning comes and he's ghosted. Nowhere to be found. And it's he's not the first person to do this. I've had, I've had men that show up for a day, never come back and never ask for that one day's pay. It's, it's insane. It's nuts, man. That's nuts. Like, I tell you something, man, if you give a man your word, if you give a woman your word, if you give a child your word and you're a man, you need to keep it. 
you don't keep it, like what's with you? How can you have sovereignty over yourself? How can you stand on your own two feet if your word out there is shite? It's crap, right? And when your word is bad to other people, you get a reputation as being unreliable, right? You get a reputation as someone who's uncountable. When your word is bad to yourself, you have that reputation with yourself. You start to lose faith in yourself. You tell yourself, I'm going to get up at 6, and you get up at 6.30, you're screwed, man. You're screwed, blued, and tattooed, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just not going to happen I, for you. I hear you, man. It's just not going to happen for you. And that's not a good that's thing. That's for sure. That's a bad thing. Yeah. I, I, it, it baffles my mind sometimes to see how 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 these these boys can can grow into what's supposed to be their manhood, even though – you know, legally they're adults, but they're still acting as children into their twenties, into the thirties. Like, like I, I don't know, man. Something's got to give. That's for sure. Yeah, I think I think that uh, a man who doesn't keep his word cannot be sovereign. And for you to be a sovereign man, um, there's a few things I think that you need to be thinking about. Number one is, you know what? You need to be earning your keep. You need to be making enough money to be able to like. Uh, pay for an apartment or house, pay for food, you know, and not have to rely on mom and dad or relatives or friends or, or, or even worse than any of that, you know, have your girlfriend or your wife pay for you. I mean, there's nothing wrong with your girlfriend or your wife being more successful than you, making more money, but you should be able to pay your own way. You shouldn't have to need her to do that. Uh, and uh, I got to tell you, man, when I was younger, I'm not proud of this, but there was a period in my life when I, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was, um, I was without work and my, my woman had a job and it just, it, it was, it was comfortable for me not to look for work. And I'm ashamed and embarrassed about this, but there, there came a point where like, screw it, man, I got to start working. I got to start working. And I did. And as I started working, I started making money. That situation went away, you know, but for years, for like a good two years, two and a half years, I, I made less money than my woman. And, and and not just less money, but I wasn't even earning my keep. I wasn't even able to contribute uh, enough to, you know, like pay the rent and, and, and pay for food. And, and, and I'll tell you something, I felt like lower than whale shit. You know what I mean? The bottom of the ocean floor. And it was only when I started to climb out of that and I started making more money, I started to take care of the family. And then, you know, I, we had kids and, um, and I started to, you know, pay for everything that I felt like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm standing up like a man. And, and right now, the way I see it is like my job as the man is I got to be taking care of things. I got to take care of the kids. I got to be taking care of stuff. Now, my, 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 my now ex-wife and I, we don't live together anymore with the kids and, you know, she's still doing really well because she's always been a go-getter financially. And we split the cost with the kids down the middle, but I'm, if I if push comes to shove, I can take care of it. I can take care of business. And it's important as a man that you take care of your family financially, take care of yourself financially. That's, that's important to be sovereign. You got to be that guy. And, and like I say, I haven't got it all figured out. I've screwed up a lot in the past, but it's one of the things that I've come to understand is to be sovereign. You got to take care of your, the money. You got to take care of providing. That's super important, right? Provide, provide, provide. You got to be the provider. You got to be the one who can take care of business financially. And you got to have a career or you got to have a business. You got to have something that you are out there honing. If it's your craft, 
that's your business, you're growing it. That's part of being sovereign. You're not sovereign if you're dependent on the government. If the government is giving you money, then you are not sovereign. If you are reliant upon the good graces of others, you are not sovereign. If you have a job, you can still be sovereign. Right? You don't have to own your own business. But if you are relying on other people to give you alms, to give you handouts, you're not sovereign. What are your thoughts on this, Arpa? I want to hear what you say. <laughs> Government handouts. Um, man, uh, I, I don't know where, where this, this, this thing is going. You know, I, I, I read in the newspaper um, on, online that uh, our liberal government now is, is taking on a vote to see if they're going to pass a universal income benefit as officially as their platform for re-election. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I sit there and I look at this and I'm like, I don't know, how, is this really going to, going to, going to help? You know, like hurt. there's, it's gonna there's, hurt. there's no question. It's going yeah. to take away people's sovereignty or self-reliance. You know, you know, I, I can see a small percentage of, of, of individuals, men and women, right? Because this has got nothing to do with men specifically. But I can see a small percentage of men and women who have the uh, the aptitude to take advantage of a program like that to better themselves. But I can see like a lot, a lot of people just using it as as just just it's a well, what is what it is, right? It's free money. It's a it's a redistribution of wealth and free money. It's going to en- enable a lot of people. And I think that's a big problem too with, with men and boys these days. They used to be called helicopter parents and now they're snowplow parents because they're doing everything. And then when they're out of the picture, you know, big daddy government will come over. All you got to do is, you know, cast a vote for the right person and he'll give you every, anything and everything you want. And, and like, our society's going to crash and burn if that happens. The, There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, man. Crash. Well, it'd, be, in, it'd be interesting It'll be interesting to see how it actually works. You know, um, I, I would prefer if another country did it first, you know, I don't know, maybe Sweden or, you know, one of those European countries, you know, that, that are that are already, you know. Sweden is less socialist than Canada these days, bro. Whatever, they, man. I, they stayed open I'm, during I'm pulling, Corona, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling I'm pulling countries out of a hat uh, here at random. But, you know, they're they're. The, the Europeans tend to have a, a higher socialist mindset than we do, you know, France or whatever. And I'd, I'd rather see them go through it first, you know, or, or, or a country like Greece because they're broke already. So how much worse could it get? <laughs> you, you know, from, from things I've been hearing, you know, they're, they're pretty much already at an income benefit there. So, you know, let's see, let's see how they do, you know, here, here, I think, I think boys are growing up and they're, they're, they're given everything. There's, there's no desire you know, and, and there's no, there's no fight for survival, you know, back, back, you know, I hear when my dad came here, he came here with, uh, the, you know, the whole family came and it, they were, uh, yeah, I think they were like eight kids, eight kids. They didn't, uh, I think when they landed, they barely had enough money for, for rent for, for a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of weeks. And then they all went to work. My dad, my dad never spent a day in school here in this country. You know, he came here, him and his brother was right to work. You know, and there there's a fight that's, for survival. Yeah, that's that's part of sovereignty. So we need to we need that's part of our job here in this movement is we're showing men how to do that, how to basically take back their balls, how to take back their warriorhood and get out there and make it happen. So you gotta go out there, you gotta make money, you gotta earn your keep. Do not rely on others, or you will never be sovereign, you will never live the life for your dreams, you're never gonna live life as the best version of yourself. 
And we want you to live life as the best version of yourself. That's very important as far as we're concerned. So that's step one of being sovereign. Step two of being sovereign is you can't be needy. You can't need people. I was a man who needed women. And I was a man who needed a woman for a while, for a period of my time, especially when I was younger. And I got to tell you, that hurt me, right? Because I wasn't count honorable. I was like, I was an energy vampire. And, and again, to my deep embarrassment. And when I learned that that wasn't good, that was making me less, not, 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 not more. Uh, I worked on myself and I, and, and I got to the point where I didn't need a woman. I still want my woman. It's good to want your woman. It's good to want uh, a woman, but not needing one's important. Like if I had to, I could live on my own. I can cook for myself. I can clean for myself or hire people to clean for me. Cause I gotta be honest, cleaning ain't really my thing. I can, I can, do, I can, I can, I can amuse myself, you know, by reading uh, and by uh, watching UFC fights. I'm digging UFC fights, man. They're, they're fun and cool. I, I don't need a woman. I don't need my woman. I want my woman. I don't need my woman. If she doesn't come hang out with me, I'll be fine. You follow me? And I think that's, that, yeah. no, I'm talking about me, but, but I think that that's something that's important for every man to get himself to a place where he doesn't need people. He doesn't need anybody because if you need people, then you're coming from a place of weakness. You're coming from a place of wanting to like, you know, be an energy vampire and suck with your need. You take away from people rather than build them up and lift them up. What are your thoughts on that? Arpa? Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, and I think that that neediness, that neediness is, it's, it's like, uh, it's almost like, like social leverage. It's leverage leverage on the wrong side you're on the wrong side of the leverage because when you're needy and dependent the other person can control you because they know that that they can pull that need away you hear what i'm saying there blue totally bro totally. i realize this i have to say i'm i'm a i'm a pretty lucky guy because i learned i learned a lot of hard lessons and i learned them quick and i had i had uh, uh, an ex-girlfriend three or four before my wife. And, and, and that's where I was. I was a needy man. I was, I was always at her place doing whatever she wanted, always with her family, uh, more or less lost my friends, gave them up and, you know, and, and totally manipulated by this woman. And, uh, lucky for me, I, I was working with another man, a, a good, a good friend of mine from elementary school. Mm -hmm. We were working for his brother, friend of mine, Nick Sasso, great man. And, and, you know, we were, we were in the company van driving off to a store, whatever. And, and we're shooting the breeze and I'm telling him how shit it's, shit's going down. And he's like, you know, he's like, he looks at me. He's like, you know, Rob, he goes, you really need to end this. This is not going well for you. He goes, I was in your seat. You need to do it. And, you know, thank God I listened to him and I ended that. And I, I ended that. Not that she ended it. I ended it. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did because I would, I would, I would have been, you know, another statistic that we have these days, I would have been married in my, my twenties, divorced in my thirties. God knows where I'd be, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that came to an end. You learned a valuable lesson there. That's good. That's good. Uncle Arpa yeah. stories, man. I love uncle Arpa stories, man. That's going to be a That's segment funny. on the sovereign man podcast. <laughs> uncle Arpa stories. Let's love it. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, so we've got two elements of being sovereign that we've gone into. Let's go into a third. I think this is a very, very important one. You, you, you need to be emotionally self-sufficient as a man. You need to be emotional, like a man who takes counsel from his emotions, right, is, is a weak man, is a man who cannot be sovereign, is a man who yeah. cannot have control over his life. General George S. Patton, America's greatest fighting general of the 20th century, okay, like bar none, like blood and guts Patton, he said, take not counsel of your fears. And I say a corollary to that ought to be take not counsel of your emotions. So talk to me, Mr. Arpa, about this pillar of yeah. the sovereign man. Yeah. So I, uh, with, when it comes to emotions, you know, again, I, I, I get into, benders with with women it's like what well, they, they I always how do you feel how do you feel i'm like feel I'm like i don't know man i don't i i as 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 a man i am today i only understand three feelings you know uh fear is prominent um anger you know is is, is when i understand and the occasional time of happy you know triumph that's about it everything else may or may not I don't know if it even even not sure if it even exists, but you know, a man, a man needs to be able to, to control his anger. And that's, that's for sure. You need to be able to control your anger and, and be able to, you know, combat your fears hundred percent. Any, any man that cannot control his anger is going to look like that toxic masculinity bullshit that's going on right now. Right. Oh. Men getting in, you know, it's okay for boys to get into fist fights and stuff. You know, when you get to a certain certain maturity level, like really should be able to, you know, leave that to last, absolute last resort, if that's even possible. Because you have no choice, man. Yeah, if you're if you're like a squirrel that's cornered and, and stuff like that, I get it, I get it. You know, and, and then sometimes there's other dudes out there that are just big ass douchebags and and deserve you know a punch across the jaw, but. You know, those cases are so rare, so rare, you know, I mean, and, this day and usually age, that can if, get you in trouble. I mean, that could throw you in jail for 10 years if you hit the wrong guy and you break his jaw and put him in a coma or something. Right. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about that. Uh, That's like, 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 well, is it really it's, worth it? It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know, man. They see some of these videos that uh, guys are posting up on YouTube some of those guys, they deserve it, you know. But again, they man deserve that, it. But you know, even if they deserve it, do you want to do you want to spend ten years of your life incarcerated because they deserve it? Because that's the society and the world that we live in right now. Like we don't live in a time where that's really well understood, right? Yeah, usually a man, a man that deserves a, a shot across the head knows he deserves it. And and I don't know, I don't know too many men that have you know played the you know the, the little boyish behavior of crying crying out to him to mommy government because he got smacked for being a douche you know i that usually doesn't happen it does in this day and age man because you got a lot of beta boys out there bro yeah you you know you might be right i, I i'm not uh not too in touch with what's what's on the street right now I, I i know when i was growing up if uh if you stepped out of line getting a smack across the head was was pretty pretty normal yeah for sure me too but today it ain't it ain't so I mean, things escalate and people get killed Today it's like there's either no fighting or they just it just massively escalates. People get killed, people get hurt, and that's what I'm saying is, look, I I was in a situation the other day where 
you know, I was in a lineup to go buy a computer and, um, this, uh, I, I walked in the store it was, there was COVID or whatever. And there was a couple there and, um, you know, was kind of unaware when I did it. The lady kind of looked at me, gave me the stink eye. The person in the store said, please step outside until they're done. I said, Oh, sorry. I stepped outside. She came out and she started just yammering at me. And I just said, Hey, listen, you know what? Yeah, whatever. And she started swearing at me. So I swear, I swore back at her. Her guy comes flying out and said, you shouldn't talk to a lady like that. Like face, like just right by my nose. And like, man, I was like, Whoa, I felt fear. I felt anger. And, you know, I could have easily gotten into an altercation where I could have gotten hurt. He could have gotten hurt. And over me buying a computer, his behavior was outrageous. Her behavior was even worse. Uh, did she deserve me like telling her that totally deserved it. But honestly, in the future, I just said, thank you, man. And I just let her keep walking because I don't want to get into it with idiots. I mean, this was an idiot, total idiot. His, his, his woman was an idiot, total idiot, behaved like idiots. And I behave like an idiot because I engage with them. What I should have done is just said, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. I shouldn't have come in. I just wasn't paying attention. My apologies. And just kill him yeah. with kindness. You know what I mean? Kill him with kindness. Cause, cause honestly, I want him out of my life. I don't want to get into a fight with this dude or with this lady over like a lineup situation and going into a store. That ain't worth it. That like that's like insane, man. I want to spend my time getting that computer and getting home. Not be worried about am I gonna spend 10 years in prison over this? Or am I gonna yeah. be cut up? and be in a hospital bed, maybe like being capacitated or, or maybe even lose my life over what over stupidity. And that's, that's what having control over your emotions is. Now I had some control over my emotions, but I could have done a lot better job of controlling my emotions in that sense. And I've been working on being sovereign as a man in that respect. So I have full control over my emotions in these situations. Don't, I don't get into them Yeah, in this society. Now, if there's a post kind of, uh, uh, modern society apocalypse and we we lose all governmental things and all bets are off man <laughs> anyone talks to me like that i'm <laughs> there's going to be a totally different reaction but we don't live in that world amen we don't no, live in that world no, not that, right now definitely anyways. not we still we still live in a, in, in a society of rules and regulations yeah, and, and that's a good thing and that's a good thing so as a sovereign man you got to be able to control your emotions even if you lived in that world you still got to be able to control your emotions because even if you have to take action and defend yourself protect your family protect your life you want to take that action not from being run by your emotions but by being able to make a sober-minded judgment that this is a necessary thing to do yeah and so there were uncle arpa stories they're Uncle Baloo's stories. So now we've got two segments here on the show. Man. <laughs> Uncle Arpa's stories, Uncle Baloo's stories. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got lots of stories, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got those three elements of being a sovereign man that we've outlined so far. Now, I think it's also important to be um, intellectually sovereign. And let me talk a bit about this because you know what? Definitely. You got to think for yourself as a man. You cannot let other people lead you around by the nose. Think this, like, like like this whole COVID thing, that dude Fauci. No, no, you don't need to wear a mask. That's March 2020. You don't need to wear a mask. No mask, no mask, no mask, mask, no mask, no mask, no mask, no mask. Today, you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. You got to wear two masks. Not only don't we got to wear a mask, you got to wear two masks. Even three is better than four or five. What the hell? Who is this dude? Who is this clown? 
seriously, a year ago, he was telling us masks are like not going to do anything. And today, ah, you absolutely must wear a mask, must wear a mask. Man, you got to think for yourself. Bro, you got to look. Why? Like, why would you wear a mask? Like, honestly, a year ago, COVID was a thing, right? COVID was scary. We thought it could kill like so many people. Right now, it's kind of clear. It's very dangerous to some people, but for most of us, it ain't dangerous at all. And you got to be able to think for yourself. Don't even take my word for it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm full of crap. Right? But you got to be able to think for yourself. You got to be able to read the books. You got to listen to the podcast. You got to make up your own mind. You got to have your own judgments. That's what it's all about. Right? That's what it's all about. A man's got to think for himself. Super, yep. super, super important. You know, and and besides, you know, COVID, because I know it's 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 the the topic du jour, because it's the media du does a jour. fantastic job of keep rubbing that shit in our face. Uh, I, I think what you know, men need to be able to have that that mental capacity to be able to navigate the bullshit that we get fed by media and marketers. You know, there's there's and how many times do you see a brand is called world's best? Well, who voted it world's best? Like, come on. You know, there's, there's that thing that I find that people just take everything that's fed to them as truth. You know, everything that comes out of media, I, 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 you know, I, I want to talk, you know, a bit about, you know, Donald Trump. And I know a lot of men will be like, ah, Trump, Trump. Oh yeah. Okay. Listen, that man stood up and, and, and called the media out, you know, calling it fake news and all that stuff. And, and you know, I'm sitting here looking at, at the way the, you know, news reports, not all the facts, they fact pick to, to support an opinion and, and they just force that. And, and everyone else that, that's sitting there listening is taking this, this, this opinion as, as factual content. It's like, dude, like, like open your eyes, you know, and, and Trump got roasted for that by that media, uh, you know, ever since he called out that uh, the media for, for fact picking and, and building a specific opinion against him. They just, it was all, no holds barred. They just went after that man like, like, oh man, like, like he was the last deer in the forest. It was insane. You know, I, I, I've never seen a political figure hunted like that, you know, and, and here we have this, this other boy that's running our country and, and the media loves him. Why? Yeah, he's a joke, man. He's They're a joke. He can't. Like, oh, he's a joke. Total joke. He's a joke. Total he's a joke. joke. He's an idiot. But men, men need to have that capacity to be able to, to discern whether the the media that they're supplied is giving them the whole truth or or just well, it's a partial clearly not it's clearly not the media has an agenda in 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 both Canada and the United States media is owned by by corporations that have an agenda and they're pushing a particular line so you 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 not only should be asking yourself can i trust the media you should be telling yourself i cannot trust the media you need to completely do your own thinking your own research why you want to listen to this show is because we're going to bring you the truth, okay? We're not going to let a bunch of crap come and knock you across the head. If you want to be successful in life, you can't allow this. You can't allow this BS, this bull crap to be whacking you across the face. And you can't let these people think for you. Think for yourself. Whatever the media says, immediately distrust it. Immediately think they're lying to you. Start thinking for yourself. Start reading the books. Start studying. Listen, if you, if you have bought into the idea, for example, that socialism is a good thing. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Socialism is a dumb thing. You need to start reading and educating yourself. You need to read history, okay? You need to read books by people like Big Brzezinski, okay? You need to read books by people like Dr. Richard Greger. These were men from Eastern Europe, okay? 
who fled Eastern Europe and came to uh, America and Canada. And it's your job to go read what socialism did to their countries, how many millions of people that it killed, so that you can understand that this is an abomination, is an evil, evil, evil system of government. But don't even take my word for it. Go do some reading. Go do some research. All right. And uh, until you do that, don't buy what people are saying to you. Totally. Yeah. I, so when uh, my wife and I went on our honeymoon, our last stop was in Budapest, Hungary. And uh, Hungary is still um, not recovered from when they were they were under Soviet control. And, and the communists, when, when they had control of Hungary, it was a, a drain. They drained it of resources, manpower, you know, men were forced into slave labor. It was, it's not pretty. They still have buildings up there with bullet holes in the, in the, in the plaster and stuff. And they're still, they're still recuperating. They're not at a hundred percent yet, you know, and, and it's been, I think they, 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 they lost that control some, sometime back in the, I think it was the early eighties. Um, but again, like, you know, that it has an everlasting effect. So if, you know, if you really think socialism is that great, go talk to someone from that era, you know, someone that was under, you know, the, the, the thumb of the iron curtain and see how, how good is it? Now, let's face it, man. At the end of the day, everyone's going to look out for number one. Like look what happened to our country when it comes to, and I hate to bring it up again now is, is, is COVID, you know, COVID comes up. All of a sudden, you know, U.S. wants to take care of their own citizens first. I get that. And, and then and then so does the EU. They start pulling that same stunt, too. And then, and then China. Like, don't even start me on China. You know, so so like, you know, here we are now. We're, we're Canada. We're supposed to be, you know, one of the best countries, you know, in the, in the first world. And, and, and I think there's third world countries that are that are vaccinating faster than we are. Like, dude, like, come on. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Where are we? It's crazy. It's crazy. We could crazy. definitely do better and we should be vaccinating the most vulnerable people, the people who actually need it uh, over like people that are the age of <laughs> of you and I and younger. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's completely crazy. So anyways, you need to be thinking for yourself. It's important. A part of being a sovereign man. So you got to read some books. You need to read oh, Stefan Arnio's book. You need to read Stefan Arnio's book, Hard Times Create Strong Men. You need to read my book, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think and Win Like a Champion. You know, you need to you need to be listening to my podcast, my other podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution, and you need to be reading um, Brian Mickler's book, Sovereignty. It's a really good book that'll give you some clues about how to be a sovereign man. So these are some things that every man needs to do. So you got a story for us? We got one of un- Uncle Arpa's stories. Let's hear. Yeah, it. yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I'm uh, visiting some family in Chicago, Illinois, and uh, I have my cousin Dino. He's uh, he's a great great. Great man. He's a bit of a wild character. Always great laugh. And, and you know, I was staying with him one summer for a couple of weeks at his place. And every morning he would sit there and uh, he would watch uh, Bloomberg News for maybe half an hour. And then he would switch to RT. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him like, I'm like, dude, man, you're, you're American, man. RT is Russian Times. And he looks at me, he goes, he goes, Rob, he goes, you got to look at both sides of the story to figure out where the truth lies in the middle. And I'm like, wow, you know, I never thought of that, you know, watching Bloomberg, CNN, and then trying to see what the other side of the story is. And, you know, that's, that's one thing I think we're lacking here in this country. You know, here's what's sad right now, Russia today, it's called not Russian times. It's actually Russia today. Russia today is propaganda (laughs) is mostly a propaganda uh, news channel. Okay. It's today. 
I trust it more than I trust CNN. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, right? Because CNN is not mostly a propaganda channel. CNN is a propaganda channel. And, you know, Project Veritas, led by James O'Keefe, uh, revealed this. They basically exposed CNN. And then today, Twitter promptly censored, promptly censored James O'Keefe's personal Twitter account. It's insane, bro. That's why people need to be thinking for themselves. You as a man got to think for yourself. Do not be led around the nose, brother. All right. And the other thing is man's got to have spiritual self-sufficiency. He's got to have spiritual dominion over himself. So Mr. Arpa, what are your thoughts on that? Please expand on that. You know, that, that's, uh, that's probably the hardest one to figure out. And, and I think if, you know, for, for most men, if, if you're, if you're covering the others, a spiritual one kind of seems to come together. You know, it's about, it's about being good with your, your place in the, in the universe, you know, um, not reliant on, on somebody else for your own spirituality. Like, sure. You know, if, if you're like me, you were born and raised Catholic, Roman Catholic, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you got to be able to own that. You can't totally rely on someone else for your own place with, with God. And, and, and whether you believe in, in a God or not, you need to be able to do that on your own and stand on your own two feet with that. You can't, you can't be reliant on someone else to tell you how to do and, and be in your spiritual self. What do you think? Yeah, it's 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 very true. It's very true. You've got to you've got to be able to embrace spirituality on your own. I think you know I'm a Christian as well. Um, I was brought up in a Christian church, and then I grew up during the Islamic Revolution, and I just saw these people in the name of religion committing the most heinous and horrible crimes. And and so to me, it's very important that you come to your own understanding as a man of what spirituality is. Connect with your God your own way. I think reading the Bible, if you're a Christian, is good. Reading the Quran, if you are a Muslim, is good. Reading the Torah, if you're Jewish, is good. Reading the uh, Bhagavad Gita, if you're Hindu, is good. These are important texts for you as a man to be able to embrace. You need to go and worship God yourself and in your own way. God exists. God is good. Uh, Don't put a man or an institution between you and your God. And I think that's what being self-sufficient in the area of spirituality is all about. As a man, you need to, you need to, you need to basically come to your own relationship with God. That's very important. That doesn't mean you can't listen to people who are in organized religion. Not at all. You can participate in that. There's many very good and faithful people there that are really trying to do good work and help other people reach uh, uh, their own relationship with God, but be careful not to be taken in by anybody who's a charlatan who's trying to impose control over you through uh, pretending that they're really in favor of a religion, but they're just really trying to use that religion in order to impose control over you. And that's very, very important. And, and, and communism and socialism are their own forms of religion were trying to impose control over you. And they're trying to take away your relationship with God, take away your sense of spiritual dominion over yourself don't let him do that don't let him do that you need to as a man do that for yourself i went to a period of my life where i was a christian and then i pulled away from religion and honestly i've come back to religion i've come back to god and spirituality 
through my religion, through being a Christian and through reading the Bible, all that's been fantastic, very important, very powerful for me. Yeah. And I think uh, getting back to the intellectual self-sufficiency, you know, that men need to look at, at uh, you know, how some of these, these organizations have operated in the past to see where they, where, where their roots really are. And, and you know, when, when you're going to services and, and such, just to be mindful, you know, be mindful and aware of some of the messages that are coming because a lot of it is good and some of it's control, you know, and, and that's what it is. And if you find, if you find God going to, going to a, a service, whether it be, you know, mass at church or, or some other sort you know, type service, that's, that's great. Just be, be, be mindful when they start, when the, when the asks are there and, and the instructions come out, you know, be a man, stand on your own two feet. If you decide that what, what they're saying is right and you want to go along, then fantastic. If not, just, you know, be mindful. That's all, that's all I got to say. Very powerful stuff. Very powerful stuff. So we've gone through the five pillars of sovereignty, of being a sovereign man. These are very, very important, right? So let's, let's get back to them. Number one, you need to be financially self-sufficient, have financial dominion over yourself. Number two, you need to have physical self-sufficiency. You need to have physical dominion over yourself. Okay. Number three, you need to have emotional self-sufficiency. You need to have emotional dominion over yourself. Number four, you need to have intellectual self-sufficiency. You need to have intellectual dominion over yourself. And number five, you need to have spiritual self-sufficiency. You need to have spiritual dominion over yourself. And the recap on financially be able to provide for yourself and the people you care about. That's pretty straightforward. Physically, you don't want to need somebody. You don't want to like have a physical need for somebody to have to have someone around you, right? You know, uh, emotionally, got to have control over your emotions. Don't let your emotions lead you by the nose, right? Intellectually, don't let other people reach you by the nose. Don't let the media do it. Don't let the government do it. Think for yourself. And spiritually, yeah, have your own relationship with God. Have your own relationship with your higher power and do not interpose someone else between you and them. Now that doesn't mean you can't follow an organized religion. You absolutely can. That can be very good for you, but make sure you have your own independent relationship as well. You're not relying just on listening to somebody else and whatever they have to say. That's dangerous. When a man says, whatever he says, I agree with, that means you've abdicated your ability to think you've abdicated your ability to intuitively connect with God. That is not a good thing. That's a bad thing. So these are the key elements of what it is to be a sovereign man. Uncle Arthur, this was fun. Your stories were great. Yes, it was. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. We're, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this again. We're going to do this uh, together. We're going to bring uh, other people into this as well. Uh, really glad you did this with us. And for you men and for you women who are listening on behalf of men that you care about, Thank you for tuning into the Sovereign Men podcast. You know, our purpose is to equip you with what you need to thrive in today's environment. And that is the purpose of the Sovereign Man movement. That's why we have this podcast together today. Join with us, band with us, leave us a rating, leave us a review if you enjoyed this, because that's how we grow the movement. That's how we move forward. Until next time, be strong, be well, be sovereign. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. 
If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.